This week's episode is brought to you by the Retail Innovation Conference and Expo. About five, six years ago, people would kind of eat their Thanksgiving meal and then go out to a store and or vice versa. And what we ended up seeing was out of the pandemic, a lot of stores opted to close and that's continued to happen. And we saw a number of stores close this year for Thanksgiving. So the consumer, though, is still in that sort of buying mindset and buy mode. So they kind of, you know, take that impulse to spend and they go directly to their smartphone. You're listening to Retail Remix, your inside access to candid conversations with the people shaping retail's future. Here's your host, Alicia Esposito. Well, folks, the official kickoff to the holiday season is in the books, and honestly, the weekend did not disappoint. We loved seeing all of the consumer behaviors and results come in, including from our friends at Adobe Digital Insights. We've been covering some of their data and their predictions leading up to the holiday season, and today we are closing the loop, so to speak, by recapping some of the trends and takeaways from Thanksgiving weekend, or as some people like to call it, the Cyber Five. So I sat down with Vivek Pandia, who's the lead insights analyst for Adobe Digital Insights, and we kind of cut through the clutter. We got into the main headlines, the main data points, and recapped and dug into some of the key trends that came up leading up to this weekend. So things like the impact of inflation, the elongation of the holiday season, category spending trends, and of course, whether Black Friday and Cyber Monday really still have the clout and power that they did in the past. Vivek came from a lot of data crunching sessions. His team is still working behind the scenes, of course. So it was great to just sit down with him, get to the heart of the matter, so to speak, and really dig into some of the key trends and takeaways and, of course, implications for all of you. So listen in. We hope it's a valuable conversation because we rushed to get this baby out for you. We turned this around within a day. So hopefully the data feels fresh, new, and of course gives you something meaningful to latch on to and leverage as you continue through the holiday season. Vivek, thanks so much for taking the time out to join me on such short notice. I know you're very busy right now. Really appreciate you taking the time out. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. So obviously the heart of our conversation today is going to be about the kickoff officially to the holiday season, the results that your team is seeing. But first, I would love for you to share a little bit about your work as the lead insights analyst at Adobe Digital Insights. And of course, how your team goes about tracking results during the holidays. I think that'll provide an important foundation for some of the data that we're going to get into. Sure. So I have the kind of unique pleasure of working as a kind of lead insights analyst for our team. And I'm lucky to have a great team of data scientists and data engineers that are able to analyze across data sets that Adobe has unique insight and access to. So Adobe Analytics is a platform and the Adobe Experience Manager is an experience that allows retailers of all sizes to have their web services and web properties hosted and powered by Adobe. So we're able to leverage that data. We view it as a sort of 
aggregated anonymized data set and look across over a trillion visits in the online retail landscape. And that gives us really acute, powerful line of sight into online retail trends. And that's what we end up reporting on and providing measurements about. Yeah, that's great. And that's such a rich foundation of insights and context, I think, of some of the key trends and behaviors that we're seeing you know, as far as how the consumer is interacting online, what they're buying, why they're buying, how they're buying. And obviously, the heart of our conversation today is the holiday season. But like you alluded to, you're tracking things year round, right? So I would love for you to kind of share some of the key themes you and your team has been tracking, you know, especially as we think about the lead up to the holidays, like what has been happening so far? And were there any expectations, I guess, going into this weekend in particular? So we've been able to look across key metrics and measures through Adobe Analytics. And the measures that are really important to us are things like online retail spending and growth. We look at online retail inflation very closely because we're able to track prices across billions of products. And so given all this, we've been very curious to see how growth would sort of move through the course of the year, given that when the pandemic first hit in 2020, we saw growth levels in the range of 40 to 60%. It was massive. And then we had 2021 where growth continued to percolate. We still had stimulus dollars out there and consumers continued to buy. But then 2022 is when we really saw gas prices increase. We saw inflation really surge in food prices and things like that. And we started to see online spending growth really kind of come down and demand slow for goods. So what we were looking at coming into 2023 is how that would kind of materialize and what we would see percolate. And what we've been seeing is the online inflation that we saw out of the pandemic years when there were supply chain issues, when there were shortages, all that has eased. So the online prices have come down quite a bit for goods. But the growth has been kind of slow this year. I would say it's been ranged between 1% to 4%. So looking at the holiday season, we were very much interested to see how retailers would look to try to unlock more growth. And when we get into the holiday season, which we're really kind of known for providing the guidance around spending, how much the discounts are across categories, that's what really informed our estimate of about $222 billion for the season. So we're in this place now, and we're looking at how Cyber Monday just did and how these major days have done. And we're, we're seeing strength. And that's good to see given how the growth has been more tepid, especially for online over the past year in 2023 and through much of what we saw in 2022. Yeah, very interesting. So we'll, we'll get into some of the impacts of you know inflation and consumers' overall financial or economic confidence within their households in a second. But first, I mean, give us the breakdown. I mean, what, what were some of the key results over the course of Thanksgiving weekend? And you know what I'm especially interested in too, not just like the big picture, but how you saw the nuances shake out in terms of desktop versus mobile. Because last year, the big conversation point was that spending activity through mobile kind of reached its peak last year, obviously, since that's kind of like our go-to in a lot of ways, especially as we're you know sitting at home on the couch and shopping while we're with friends and family. So give us the high-level headlines, and then let's get into, I guess, some of the nuance as far as you know the role of mobile that you noted this weekend. Definitely. So we saw Thanksgiving really really kick off with a good amount of momentum 
to Matt, $5.5 billion in spend. And Black Friday really impressed us and drove about $9.8 billion in spend. And we saw good momentum over the weekend. And then we essentially experienced the biggest online shopping day of all time yesterday, where spend reached $12.4 billion for Cyber Monday. So what we really saw was consumers taking advantage of very competitive discounts and pricing and essentially returning to these marquee days and tentpole sales days. We've seen a bit of that through the year, which was we would see kind of growth be a bit softer and then we'd come up on a President's Day weekend or a Memorial Day sale and that's when we'd see growth spike up a bit. And we've really seen that kind of take shape and reach new heights over this sort of Cyber Five, which we view as being Thanksgiving to Cyber Monday. And with Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, the key point you made around mobile is what we saw reach new heights. Thanksgiving saw mobile device utilization eclipse 59%. So we quickly saw the majority of spending happening through smartphones. And Thanksgiving was a big driver in that. Oh, that's very interesting. So again, that kind of ties back to that point around, you know, possibly multitasking, right? right? If you're at the dinner table or, you know, you're between dinner and dessert and you're like, just you just want to get a lay of the land and see what kind of deals and sales are happening there. But I guess that kind of leads to the, I guess, underlying points, you know, as we think about consumer spending, there are, of course, some bigger implications, right, as far as consumers' overall confidence, like not just how much they're spending, but how big is the basket size? You know, are they focusing just on deals and sales? Or is that just an entry point? I know it's kind of (laughs) a loaded question because there are a lot of nuances there. But what did the data tell you in terms of, I guess, not just sales, but basket sizes. Was there anything notable there that you think is important to call out for our listeners? We saw some very interesting trends around that really kind of help us get a sense of the consumer's mindset, because we had been doing a bit of survey research as well, as well as looking at our data. And we did see consumers say that they view Black Friday and Cyber Monday having the best absolute discounts. And that was their perception of those days. And so when we think about all the branded Black Friday deals that were being advertised in late October, we still saw kind of softer growth and softer spending there because we have a consumer that's very price sensitive right now and very price conscious. And they're trying to be very strategic about how they maximize their spending on days where they'll get really great value. So that's what help drive a lot of the momentum back to the Cyber Week and Thanksgiving all the way up to Cyber Monday. And it's interesting, the point around mobile and Thanksgiving, it's we've seen trends around that because about five, six years ago, people would kind of eat their Thanksgiving meal and then go out to a store and or vice versa. And what we ended up seeing was out of the pandemic, a lot of stores opted to close and that's continued to happen. And we saw a number of stores close this year for Thanksgiving. So the consumers, though is still in that sort of buying mindset and buy mode. So they kind of, you know, take that impulse to spend and they go directly to their smartphones. So we see this utilization 
it's pretty staggering getting up to you know 59 60% on thanksgiving of mobile device usage i think it has a lot of implication for retailers and optimization on mobile but i think it really speaks to the consumer and how they're shopping and how much time they're spending on smartphones you know they're on these social media apps they're spending a lot of time on smartphones so then they're seeing all these deals and discounts and it's incentivizing them to spend so we see essentially a combination of ease of use to spend, but then also a consumer that's very focused on trying to drive value and stretch their budget. So that's what's helped materialize these days to the heights they're at. Got it. Very interesting. Are you ready to explore the evolved customer journey where content, community, and commerce converge? At the Retail Innovation Conference and Expo, you'll learn how brands and retailers are embracing new consumer insights, new technologies, and new destinations to create relevant and resonant experiences. Taking place on June 4th through the 6th at McCormick Place in Chicago, the Retail Innovation Conference and Expo will bring some of the brightest minds in the industry together for unique networking and learning opportunities, including keynote speaker, marketing expert, and author of for the culture, Marcus Collins. Check out the show notes to register today. So the fact that Thanksgiving was such a big day and there's been this longer term discussion. It started back in the summer, honestly, around the elongation, quote unquote, of the holidays and, you know, maybe how sales events and activities starting in the summer and even during back to school, we're going to be slowly slipping into holiday. And that, that means the holiday season and promotional activities specifically would be starting earlier and therefore more competitive. I'm curious if like the heightened activity on Thanksgiving specifically and even beforehand, if that kind of validates that elongation that everyone's been talking about. I guess my question for you is, how have you seen pricing and promotional strategies specifically shake out looking at these consumer behaviors, looking at how they're spending, what days they're spending? Like what approach, I guess, are retailers or did retailers take and how did it stack up against past years? It's something that we've been looking at very closely because on one level, there is that desire to spread spread out the momentum over the course of the season, multiple points in the year. And in previous years, we would see that sort of work, especially when price wasn't the only top of mind focus uh, for the consumer when they were during the pandemic years, when they were really focused on supply chain issues and shortages and worries about the delivery times and deliveries getting to them. There we saw consumers more than willing to shop earlier. We saw them more than willing to take advantage of different kind of early sort of milder discounts, but then still, you know, feel like they got a decent value, but then be able to feel kind of peace of mind that they were able to get that item or good before it's selling out. Now they don't have as much of that sort of worry that, you know, the item's not going to be available for them. They're not worried about terrible shipping issues. So all that's now put the priority around price. And we've seen moments where the Prime Day event in the summer, the one in October, those performed well because the discounts were quite strong. And then once the discounts started to weaken, the demand really started to slow. So I would say that 
even though there's been an active desire to kind of spread out the season and that's worked fairly well in previous years, this year, because of where the consumer is at financially, it's not quite worked out that way. And it, we've seen a return and reemergence of the major days. Very, very interesting. And then how have you seen category spend shake out? Like, are consumers prioritizing certain categories? Like, especially because sales days like Black Friday and Cyber Monday, obviously, they're kind of synonymous with certain types of products, right? I mean, were, were there any interesting findings that you saw from that perspective? Yes. Yeah, so we look at discounts on an aggregate basis and then on a category basis. So we do see discounts on average being stronger in the range of 20 to 30% for the most part in, in these days we've just had between Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And that's much stronger in the previous season when we would see them more in the range of 10 to 15%. And then they would kind of escalate for certain categories on certain days. And, you know, uh, something like electronics is really great on Cyber Monday. But then you also have good deals for televisions on Black Friday. Toys tend to be really good pricing wise in the weekend between Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So you continue to see really strong competitive discount values once you get into Thanksgiving week. And that consumers are happy with. Those discount magnitudes, they are ready to buy with. So that's when we see upticks in categories like electronics, apparel, toys, cosmetics, home furniture. Those ones get that boost once discounts really have that step level change. And so that's what we've been seeing kind of materialize. And it's a little bit different in terms of the momentum that we've seen through much of the year, because there we've seen apparel kind of oscillate in the sort of flat to low single digits, because consumers are more out and about more willing to try things in store. And so we haven't seen a really great apparel story this year. But through the holiday season, we are seeing a decent boost in terms of apparel as a category. Electronics is a similar kind of story because electronics, so many consumers spent a lot of them through the pandemic years and coming out of that. And now as they kind of prioritize needing essentials and trying to spend better, we saw electronics growth start to slow. But then now we're coming into the season with strong discounts, that's boosting up electronics growth and toys and some of these cosmetics are doing pretty well as we'd expect during the holiday season. So I would say the big kind of thing that we were watching is how well do these categories do when the price is right for consumers versus the level of natural demand they might have for them. Very interesting stuff. So, I mean, there's been this debate for the past few years around whether days like Black Friday and Cyber Monday still have the level of influence and impact for retail? And I guess the answer is yes. Is that fair to say? Like it is absolutely <laughs> yes. <laughs> An unequivocal yes, because it's a couple of reasons. One, you know, something like Thanksgiving, that almost becomes a little tradition-based of the notion of, you know, doing some online shopping underneath the dinner table and trying to get some items while, you know, once you're done with family time. And I think there's also the kind of environment consumers have had to deal with these past couple of years. There's such a priority around price. And I'm sorry if I'm repeating myself, but it's really pushed the focus back onto these days because then they don't have to really kind of worry that they're missing out 
on potential discounts that get stronger. I think sometimes they might have to worry that if they want a really popular item, that it might not be available by the time you get to Black Friday because they're waiting for that best absolute price. But ultimately, I think based on what we've seen this season, we've seen real strong growth out of Black Friday and Cyber Monday. And especially in the context of 2022, we saw flat to negative growth on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So they've really reasserted themselves. And I think they've showcased why it's still important that online retailers think about how they support the level of spend velocity that comes through on these days. Because on a day like Cyber Monday, the fear then becomes, oh, the discounts are going to weaken and dissipate once the day ends. So we see a lot of spending happening between especially 6 to 11 PST, almost just over $4 billion. And we saw about $14 million in spend per minute on Cyber Monday. So it's really crucial to kind of meet the consumer at that moment, be able to advertise to them heavily and be in their consideration set when their buyer propensity is that high. Yeah, it's interesting, the fact that you kind of bring up how there's this concern like, oh, after Cyber Monday, we're starting to see deals and sales kind of slow down. It's never going to be as good as it is right now. There's that. But I also feel like these conversations that we're having now, right, like at the tail end of this weekend, they almost set the stage and like the foundation for the rest of the season, right? And it sets the tone, I guess, for the sentiment and the excitement, at least for like people like us, like that are in the industry and are studying it and tracking it. So to that end, I mean, are there any other noteworthy headlines from the weekend that you think will continue and maintain momentum or maybe set the tone like like I noted for the rest of the holiday season? I think there are a couple of things beyond what we've described around discounts. I think we've been clocking buy now, pay later very closely. And that's a trend that we've seen emerge over the past couple of years that's really kind of ballooning during this holiday season for multiple reasons. But we're expecting about $17 billion to be processed through buy now, pay later this season. And I think it speaks to still a consumer out there that's trying to manage cost and trying to make gift giving happen and get the gifts they need, even though they're still experiencing level of inflation in other sectors of the economy. You know, the food prices are still growing. They're not growing as fast as they were six, seven months ago, but it's still an elevated cost. The consumer is having to manage housing costs the same. And so when we think about it through that lens, I think we have to be conscientious to say, yes, this was a very strong Cyber 5 from Black Friday to Cyber Monday. But we're going to have to just keep in mind that that doesn't just mean the consumer will freely, willingly shop at any given moment through the rest of the season. It's it's going to be very much about where they continue to find the discount levels, where they continue to find the value. It's going to also be predicated on seeing that stable demand that we usually see of last minute shoppers and procrastinators, sometimes like myself. And, uh, you know, seeing that stable level of demand help round out the season. We anticipate about 48 to 5% growth this season. And that's a marked improvement in terms of where things were in the season in 2022, when we only saw about 3% growth. But it's still not quite at the growth levels we would see holiday season-wise pre-pandemic, where the growth was in the range of 11 to 12%. So I think that hopefully should 
kind of give a little bit of context in how we look at the season overall versus these specific days. No, that's great. And I'm sure at this point, some of the folks listening aren't just looking for this data. They're looking for any sort of insight into what comes next and what they can do to maximize the results and, and continue the momentum that they've possibly seen over this holiday weekend. So to that end, I mean, are there any closing tips or recommendations you can provide to our listeners? I mean, I'm sure there are only so many things <laughs> that they can do from like an e-commerce infrastructure standpoint or implementation standpoint. But are there things that they should be thinking about, keeping an eye on, especially as we get into the ebbs and flows as we, and the remainder of the season? It's something that I think a lot about, especially given many of our clients and how they think about the season. And what I would say is congratulations on driving some great momentum through this Cyber 5 period, but try to win the consumer versus just winning that initial sale. You have been able to provide strong discounts and likely those discounts do cut into margins. So you've brought that consumer now into your ecosystem and they're now one of your customers. I think that priority should then be how do you drive more lifetime value out of that consumer, more repeat purchases? How can you provide stronger experiences for them so that you can really, in a way, kind of amortize the cost that it took to bring them and have them shop with you versus someone else. I think there's a large online marketplace out there that is both domestic and international, and they're all vying for the consumer's dollar. And it should definitely be an ongoing journey to continue to provide value and extract kind of repeat purchasing and drive more impact with that consumer beyond that initial sale. We still see good pull through through email, which is obviously a nice free marketing channel that retailers can use. We do think there's efficiencies in different ways of personalization and driving touch points from an advertising point of view to not just new consumers, but existing consumers of your products. So really, it's a long way of saying that the story shouldn't kind of end here. It should continue to be how, okay, now that you've got this influx of new potential customers who've gotten great deals with you, how do you continue to drive value with them through the rest of the season and into 2024? Yeah, I think that's such a great point, Vivek, mainly because the power of digital is that there is that ability to be agile kind of baked into it, whether it is through email or through social. Obviously, you can't roll out a big tentpole campaign at this point unless it's already previously planned. But taking those little moments and learning of what your customers are gravitating towards and what their behaviors are. I mean, being able to apply that is extremely powerful. So fantastic point and really fantastic insights. I mean, we've been tracking and reporting on all of the results from Adobe Digital Insights, but there's something about being able to be on the line, talk through it, hash it out, so to speak. So I really appreciate you taking the time out to sit down with me again when all of the data is coming through and your team is plugging through everything and sharing some of the insights and takeaways with the industry. So thank you again so much for taking the time out. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure and happy to talk anytime, especially in this space. Yeah, absolutely. We will take you and your team up on that offer for sure. Again, we're going to be tracking all of the trends to come out of the holiday season, success stories, impacts, learnings, and of course, how the holiday season will lead to some new and evolved trends in 2024. So again, Vivek, thank you again so much for taking the time out. 
Thanks to all of you for listening. And if you have any follow-up questions for the team, we would love to keep the conversation going on social media. Of course, we're on LinkedIn at Retail Touchpoints, on X at R Touchpoints. And if you have some feedback on this episode or have any questions or areas that you'd like for us to dig into when we do our post-holiday recap, we would love to hear from you in that respect as well. Leave us a rating or review on your preferred podcast player. We are on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, frankly, anywhere else. We're probably there too. We would love to hear from you. And of course, be sure to subscribe to the show. We're always having conversations like this one where we dig into what's really happening in the industry, the latest data, insights, and takeaways. And when you subscribe, you will get the latest and greatest delivered right to your preferred device. With that, Vivek, thank you again so much. And thanks to all of you. We will see you next time. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Retail Remix. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find us on your favorite podcast player. Until next time, keep mixing it up.